Hello, it's Susie Dijinsky with Adaptive Mobility Services, back again with another episode of You Ask, We Answer, all things related to occupational therapy and driving. My name is Susie Tichinski. I'm an occupational therapist and a specialist in driver rehabilitation. I own my own company called Adaptive Mobility Services. We, bo- we treat both clients who are interested in looking at fitness to drive as well as work with occupational therapy practitioners interested in pursuing driving in their practice. So one cool thing is that OTs can pursue driving as generalists, or if you get really into it, you can advance into specialty practice. So today's question comes from an OT in Iowa. Shout out to all the OTs in Iowa. You hold a special place in my heart. Uh, My parents are both from Iowa in a small town called Guttenberg, right on the Mississippi. I am used to spend every other summer out there for a couple of weeks, and I have such wonderful, fond memories of that state. I just love hearing from OTs all over the country, but a special shout out to Iowa. Um, So Erin writes in that she's interested in pursuing the part one training. So um, as I mentioned, as an OT, as an occupational therapy practitioner, you can address driving as a generalist, and if you get excited, you can become a specialist. Our training is set up to help whatever your focus is. So our part one training is specifically geared towards the generalist. It is focusing on helping you set up something called a driving risk assessment. Now a driving risk assessment is just what it sounds like. It helps you think about risk level um, in terms of low, medium, or high. And then your job, once you figure out someone's risk level for driving, is to then refer them to a specialist or engage them with the doctor or figure out what the next best steps are. So with part one, you're not becoming a specialist. You're not determining fitness to drive, but you are helping to start the conversation. You are helping to identify risk factors, and you are playing an important role in helping to know if and when someone should go see a specialist, which is really important for getting people to the right resources at the right time. So the part one education is completely online. It's called part one building blocks. Um, it's driver re- excuse me driving risk assessment training it is 25 hours and we recently just cut the price on that it used to be $1200 and now you can get it for $499 so again that's 25 hours online now Erin's question um she says i'm interested in pursuing the part 1 of adaptive mobility's um driving rehab education program but i have a question prior to purchasing great we love this So are there any additional costs associated with this course, including equipment and technology requirements? So Erin, that question, you know, that that question's a great one. There are minimally, you know, there are minimal additional costs if you're looking to start a driving risk assessment in your clinic. So you need some basic things, like, because you're gonna screen for visual acuity, you'll need a Stellan chart. There's lots of free resources for that. There's free resources in the clinician's guide to assessing and counseling older drivers. You also need some way to screen for cognition. You know, my favorite is the brief cognitive assessment tool, but if you're not into that one, you know, there's the Montreal cognitive assessment, and then there's other tests as well. So, you know, if you don't have a cognitive assessment already, that might be an expense as well. And then, um, you know, checking for sensation, I do recommend a 5.07 monofilament. That's the, the measurement we use for protective sense. That um, can be available through many different avenues. I just buy the single 5.07 one. 
um, just because I consider myself to be screening that. And I know I paid under $20 for that one as well. You know, you could get a little fancier in your driving risk assessment if you wanted to have a brake reaction timer. But again, we've got options for looking at reaction time of the feet and coordination included in this education. So really, you know, beyond the expense of that part one, the $499, there's not much else you're going to need um, to start your driving risk assessment. Again, the driving risk assessment is completed by the generalist. It is a reimbursable service. This is something that should be provided as part of occupational therapy's role with driving and community mobility. Um, it's you know, typically something you provide to somebody who's already on caseload. So that's a really great question. Now, Aaron's next question is, what does the maintenance of this certification entail, cost, training, continuing education? So first I wanna clarify, the part one training, you will earn your certificate um, you, you, you know, certificate for completing a driver risk assessment. This certificate is yours. You know, you've paid, you've done the work, it's yours. There's no maintenance with that. Now, Aaron, sometimes I think people are asking me when they start mentioning certification, they might be thinking about becoming a specialist. So let me just kind of talk about that side too. But to begin, part one, you get your certificate in, as a, for completing your driving risk assessment training. You as the OT generalist, can address driving risk in your clinic, minimal startup, you're ready to go. You fall in love, you love driving, you then can become a specialist. Specialist um, training is part two. Part two is called take the wheel. It's called becoming a driver rehabilitation specialist training. This includes 15 hours of online plus three days of live instruction and hands-on training. And let's face it, that hands-on training is really invaluable. Um, Adaptive Mobility is really proud to be the only program right now who offers this in a workshop setting, you know, so many of the other programs don't have hands-on training or you, there are a few programs where you have to enroll and, and go back to college for a semester for that hands-on training, but we're the only workshop, you know, post-school, post-graduation um, that you can come get that hands-on training. And let's face it, it's just like with surgery. You don't want a surgeon who's never practiced on somebody to then cut you open, right? So and maybe that's a little dramatic, but as OTs, we've really got to practice in the car before we become specialists. So if you complete part two, that's for becoming a driver rehabilitation specialist. Now, people who complete part one and part two, they are eligible to go on and then become certified driver rehabilitation specialists. That would be through the Association of Driver Rehabilitation Specialists. But interesting fact and something that's kind of a common misconception, you actually have to practice in the field for two years, you know, one or two years before you can take that certification exam. Um, and so, you know, most people think, oh, I need to go and get certified first, but you actually start in the field of driving rehab and then you go for certification. So, and then with that, there are definitely, there's fees for, um, you know, enrolling. You've got to be a, a member of that association. And then there's a fee to take the test. There's a fee to maintain your certification. Um, I think the certification period is for every two or three years. You need to go to continuing education courses, you know, so everything with that would be defined um, with the Association for Driver Rehabilitation Specialists. And I recommend you take a look at that as well. But to do part one, to be the OT generalist completing a driving risk assessment. It's a certificate, there's no maintenance fee, you enroll in your education, you complete the 25 hours and you're good to go. Um, so I hope that helps to answer your question. 
If you guys have more questions about education, please send them my direction. And actually, please send me any questions about OT and driving. I'm more than happy to do anything I can to help you guys out. I'm on a personal mission to do all I can to really support the OT in this field of practice, both the generalists and the specialists. So please keep your questions coming. Feel free to email them to me at susie at adaptivemobility.com or send them to me as a message on Facebook. Thank you guys so much and have a really great day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.